Melanated family, Melanated family, how's everybody doing, man? This is your brother Harrison back for a brand new episode of the Melanated Convo podcast. And we're doing things a little bit different today, right? Because, you know, a lot of my shows, I'm I'm collaborating with people that I'm familiar with. I collaborate with people that I introduce myself to. But sometimes people reach out to me and, and, and we start relationships that way, right? So the sister Abina, who is here on the live stream with us today everybody watching the show on youtube on facebook hit the like button subscribe if you're listening on one of the digital platforms i'm on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify all of the digital places you can find a, a podcast you can find this show the melanated combo podcast like leave a message let's get this thing popping right so the sister reached out to me in passionately she reached out to me about this brother who had a story to tell right like a lot of the individuals from our community, a lot of the people from the black community, we we go through things. And after that, a lot of times we have a story to tell. Now, this brother, this brother that we have on the show today, Elias Jameer Pulling, actually went through a life changing event. Like a lot of young, like a lot of youth, we're going to get into what happened specifically, but like a lot of youth in our community, when they get harmed, they get shot, they get traumatized. When you come out on the other side of that, sometimes you don't know how you're going to be. If you if if any of you out there listening to the sound of my voice have had a near death experience, <clears throat> how much do you talk about it? How much do you remember what what changed? You see what I'm saying? So this is an interesting topic that I want to talk about with my brother. So everybody, please do me a favor. We got two guests on the show today. So we got Miss Abina from Bronx Holistic Healing, which introduced me to the brother uh, Elias. She's doing a lot of things in the Bronx area, a lot of healing, a lot of herbal healing, like trying to get, basically trying to get our people right, right? Everything we be talking about. How you doing today, Miss Abina? Okay, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And, 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 and I appreciate you made the introduction. I appreciate you joining us and feel free to chime in whenever you want to, sister. But also Elias Jameer Pullen. How you doing today, bro? Uh, life is good. I'm feeling grin, good and grand, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So let's get right into it. Now, let me go over a brief synopsis of what took place. So on December 28, 2018, when you were 27 years old, yeah. from what I read, you got <clears> shot in <throat> blank range like twice in your face, like a lot of... Um, like a lot of youth, like a lot of the, the the individuals in our community, we're not we're not foreign to that type of activity. But right. talk to me real quickly about that incident. Like talk about how that came about. Talk talk to me about the information behind what actually took place, if you can. Well, sir, I can give you a long book into a short interview, I guess, because mm -hmm. it's a book, mm -hmm. and it'll be coming out soon. There you go. So. Um, Pretty much my, my oldest son, he was used as bait to get me to come somewhere. And when I went there to save my son from the person who had him, because they said they were going to harm him when they got they got a hold of him, they said, you know, when I get your son, I'm going to hurt him. Hmm. And I'm like, yo, like the type of dad I am, I got to go get my kid. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's how you're supposed to be. So... Uh, you know, I go there to go get my kid, and next thing you know, I'm ambushed, hmm. and I get shot twice in the face. 
Damn. point blank range. And it was all, and if I didn't turn around, I, I would have got shot in the back of my head. Mm. You know, something told me, I believe it was the spirit. I don't know, but <clears throat> something made me turn around. And when I turned around, it was gun in my face. Less, less, I would say less than 10 feet, less than 10 feet. It was like COVID rules, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and get shot once I go towards the ground as I'm on the ground, as I'm going towards the ground, I get shot again. It was really fast, mm -hmm. you know. Before getting shot, though, things was like quantum speed. You know, things slow down. I like, I'm looking at the gun, I'm looking at the person, I'm looking at their facial expression to see if I'm really about to get shot. Wait, so, know. so in that moment, like, cause you, cause what you said makes sense. I think, and I've never been in that situation, but I've like car accident or anything where things are moving real fast. It's like you don't have an opportunity to kind of place things and your memory be kind of jacked up afterwards but you saying things kind of slow down yeah like in that moment when moments right before getting shot it seemed like time slowed down because oh. I'm, i was able to look at the gun and see if it was loaded i'm able to look at the person's face and see if they really you know got that look in their face and look mm -hmm. in their eyes mm -hmm. by the time i got done thinking all those thoughts and registering all the thoughts i was shot you know, mm. and as I'm going down, I got shot again. Damn. Now, cause this is always I've you know, we and, and I keep mentioning this, but I'm, you know, being raised in an urban community. Unfortunately, we know a lot of brothers who didn't had to get shot. We know a lot of brothers who went through that traumatic experience as teenagers, young men. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you want to ask them, like. Walk me through those steps because it's traumatic, but also. It may be some insight in there. That's why I want to have you on, bro, because I always figured that. So when this first happened to you and you, was it pain? Was it shock? Was it one of those kind of moments where you just wake up and now you're in the hospital like TV want to let us see? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Okay, so initially getting shot immediately, it, it was the surprise and force of the, the power of the, the bullet. You know, and, and everything else. <clears throat> Pain came after I registered everything else. Mm. Like, what just happened to me? Um, why is my face hurting? Why am I bleeding? What's this heat in my face? Because mm. I it was an immense amount of heat. I could feel, like, my flesh cooking, you mm. know? God damn. And, like, when I opened my mouth, because I got shot here on the side of my nose, and then mm -hmm. another bullet bounced off my bone. The doctors say I have incredibly strong bones, as they say. Mm -hmm. So th this bullet went in, it broke skin, but it just bounced off the bone. And then this one went straight back and was stuck in the, stuck in the second and third vertebrae. Mm -hmm. So I was a miracle I'm even walking. Damn. So, um, yeah, I mean, the getting is shot, it was just it was shocking. It's just shocking because it's like you never you don't experience this at all. You don't. Mm -hmm. There's nothing there's nothing close to like getting shot. Like, you can get hit with a BB gun, nothing like it. You can get hit with a pellet gun, nothing like it. It's nothing like getting shot with an actual bullet. Mm -hmm. And so, as I'm on the ground, I open my, I remember at one point I opened my mouth, I seen smoke come out. And that's, I, I thought I was, you know, thought that was mm -hmm. it. thought mm -hmm. this is the end for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm on the ground, smoke's coming out of my mouth, lots of blood. Um, the people who shot me, because it was more than one person there, uh, they started jumping me. After the fact. Yeah, I mean, because I wasn't dying. Oh, it was my time, obviously. Yeah. So they, you know, they they want to finish me out. And it just I just wasn't going, you know. 
damn, damn. So now go now go ahead. Uh, you want no, to go ahead. so go after ahead. so after going through that experience, right? So it, it so you wake up in the hospital. You you I'm sure you still feeling the shock, the pain from from the situation. Talk to me about how you was feeling afterwards because you know look re- reading everything Abina sent me. It seemed like while you were um unconscious rather like while you were unconscious while you were in a different state of being tell me what was going on tell me what you remember you know what i mean well that that's that that stuff came into a in a a gradual i didn't just like get shot pass out i didn't it it was like steps to it Uh you know the first step was i heard a voice in my ear because i was laying down right after I got shot, I'm laying down. I was trying to like rest because I'm like, look, I'm going to rest myself. And when I get up, I'm about to get on their ass again. Like, because I ain't, I'm not weak. I'm not a punk. And I'm definitely not going to be the one to be, you know, ambushed and not do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. That's just how I used to be. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just cut like that. Mm-hmm. So as I'm trying to rest and get my, you know, self together. I'm dying actually, and I'm getting sleepy and tired. And I'm trying to like take a rest, and I heard this voice in my ear, and the voice yells, "Get up!" And it hmm. says it again, "Get up!" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I get up. Anyway, and the voice was clear to you. Oh yeah, the voice was clear, as if it was like in the room with me, like laying on the floor next to my ear. You know, you know, how you could be laying next to somebody and talking to ear. Mm-hmm. It was like that, but yelling, right? Hmm. So I get up, I'm making my way towards the door. Now, this is another stage of my, like, spiritual awakening. Like, I'm dying, but yet I'm waking up at the same time, Hmm. you know? So the second part of it goes, take your clothes off. They're going to shoot you. I'm like, I'm already shot. (laughs) How much more shooting can be done today? (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs) So I finally take my clothes off. It's wintertime. So all this never made sense to me, but it does make sense after the fact. Hmm. So I'm delirious, dying and delirious. I take my clothes off because the voice said, take your clothes off. They're going to shoot you. Take my clothes off. I walk down the stairs to get to the parking lot. I have to go walk back up another stairs. When I get to the top of the parking lot, it's a bunch of police outside with every gun from Monoma County Police Department pointed at me. Wait, so you were able to walk? Yeah, I got after up that happened after to I got shot. Yeah. Oh, damn. I had, I had to go get help for myself. They was going to let me die in there. And I, I, for some reason, I was like, yo, if I die in this apartment, my soul going to be like trapped in here or something. My spirit going to be trapped in this apartment in hell. No, so I got to get up and die outside. I don't know why yeah. I thought that. And that's with like the, the feeling the pain in your face, like knowing that yeah. something was wrong, but you had to get up and move anyway. Yeah, I had to, I had to go get help for myself because hmm. the people who shot me, they left me for dead and somebody called the police. So the police are already there or like it seemed like right after I got shot, the police was there. And then, you know, that's when I went to the top of the stairs and it was like, yo, you know, oh, put out your gun, you know, put your yeah. hands in the air, all that type of stuff. OK, so then next part of this awakening of me dying and awakening is like, you know, um. I'm in the ambulance. I eventually get to the ambulance and I'm like in a, you know, I like, a, you know, when a coach is talking to all the football players mm-hmm. and they're taking a knee 
Mm -hmm. I'm like that in spiritual form next to my physical body, just laying up in the back of the ambulance. I'm like, yo, breathe. I'm doing this to myself, trying to make myself breathe. I don't know. I have wait, no so wait. So you feel like you your body's laying there in the stretcher in the ambulance. Yeah. But you like in spirit form, you think was next to your actual body on one knee trying to help yourself come to. Yeah, saying breathe, breathe, or focus on breathing, like trying to get myself to worry about my lungs and just worry about breathing. But mm -hmm. the more I focused on breathing, the less breaths I was able to take. And Damn. so, <clears throat> you know, that I went from like 80% to set like to 50%. That 50 went to 30, that 30 went to 10, 10 went to zero. Every breath I took. And then after that, everything went black. And then all these little white, little sparkly things start coming out of it everywhere. And they start getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it went all white. And then that's that's what I remember from that spot. Damn. So, okay. Damn. And it's funny how everybody listening, this is amazing to me because as humans, we have no direct connection to the other life like that. And what I mean by that is none of us can, like, have a near-death experience and express it enough some people talk about it but i don't think we don't talk about it enough but movies will make us think just like you just said elijah like you you once you get there everything goes all white so after that moment so everything goes all white yeah i didn't see what happened no, after like, that tunnel of light you know like, oh don't go to the light no i didn't i didn't see that i didn't, I didn't experience i didn't personally experience that hmm. so everything went white so now this is when like the extreme like awakening of my 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 new life's happened now this is a new start so mm -hmm. after everything went white i like wake up in this place i don't know where i was at i, I wish there was a sign that said you are here welcome to such and such land mm -hmm. but it, it was nothing it was like this just just place and it was a perfect blend between the two places i've grown up the most which is chicago and portland Wait, so you remember waking up in a place, and the place, was it like a city? Yeah, it looked like a city. It looked huh. like a town. It, I, I felt familiarness when I was there. Every time mm -hmm. I land in Chicago, I'd be like, I'm home. Mm -hmm. I always feel that way. I know mm -hmm. where I'm at. I know where to go. I don't need maps when I'm in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anytime that I'm outside of Portland, I'm in Vegas, I'm in New York, or in Chicago, and I come back to Portland, I'm like, yes, I'm finally home. Mm -hmm. I felt the same residency like there as well so i'm at this place and i'm looking around i'm examining my body first first things first i'm like yo where's all my tattoos at i got tats my arms i got some tats on my arms where's all my scars where's my beard at so like we all where who 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 and where am i hmm so I look and I'm examining myself. I have I don't have on my clothes that I usually have on. Like I usually wear hoodies. Everybody know me. I wear hoodies and sweats all the time. I'm like a PE teacher 24-7. So where's my clothes at? I usually wear hats. Where my hat at? I usually wear chains. Where my chains at? Where my stuff? Where where's me? Where my stuff at? Nope. None of that stuff. Hmm. None of my shoes. None of that. So I'm like, okay, where are the birds at? I don't hear any birds. I don't see any power lines. Where am I at? You oh, know? oh, you seen a city and you noticed there was the normal noise you hear in a city. None of that was taking place. None of your clothes. Now, in just in retrospect, 
in real life, where were you at at this time? Were you like in a hospital bed when you thinking all of this? When you going through all of this? I could have been. I could have been on the surgery bed. I could have been any of those bed. places, hospital, any, but unconscious nonetheless. I was definitely out of it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I was so, definitely. Okay. I was definitely. I was definitely uh... Damn. So okay. 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 So once getting to this place, you you notice everything going around in this place. Yeah. Do you, hear, do you still hear someone talking to you? Like, what's your recollection of everything from that point? So from that point, I start moving, right? But I notice that I'm not walking. I don't feel like this. You know, you walk, you feel your rhythm. Mm-hmm. And it feels that. I'm like, yo, what is going on? I'm doing this like this floating type of situation. But also, like, you don't have to travel for a long time. It doesn't take a long time to get where you want to go. So as I'm trying to make my way to that city i'm like oh it's in the distance i need to travel there it's probably gonna take x amount of time but as i'm walking to it or i guess floating to it Mm. like i was there in in moments like wait okay so oh now okay so i'm trying i'm I'm trying to paint the picture of my mind so you see the city that don't got no power lines no birds chirping and you say "I'm, i'm gonna go over there yeah and it wasn't a walking experience, but God, it was a man. floating experience. It's like, um, you know, you go on a road trip with somebody and you fall asleep while they drive in and every yep. so often you wake up and you're like, yeah, we farther and further. Yeah, It's like that. Except you're, you're, you know, awake, at the, you know? Mm-hmm. So I finally get to the city and I'm looking around. I'm trying to see like, you know, who or who's around. What's what, you know, what's, what, what is this? What's this mm-hmm. about? I don't see anybody. I see stuff as if people were there at one point, but they gone now. Hmm. I don't see, I see like, I see a table set up, but there's no people at the table. It's almost like everybody left as soon as they heard or see me coming. They just all got up and left. Mm-hmm. Like right now, let's just say we all got up and left the room right now. You left mm-hmm. the camera going, you left your mic, you, you everything. It's like that. And I was like, yo, this is strange. But I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel like worried or none of that. No negative feeling at all. And I think about, you know, every time, like, none. I wasn't itchy, hungry, sleepy, irritated, you know, Hmm. annoyed with nothing, worried, none of that. None of those negative emotions or thoughts was, like, there during that whole time I was there. Okay, wait. And did you come into contact? I know you're probably going to get there, but but I'm intrigued, bro. Did you come into contact with another voice or? No, I came into contact with different, like, beings of some sort. What do you mean? So, one of the beings I met, I call it the distraction, because every time I was going to, like, go look for one of my friends, because I went to go look for one friend when I was there. I said, I must be, like, in the spirit world or something. I must be, like, a ghost or something, and I got tons of dead friends, so maybe I should go find my first dead friend, CP. I'm going to go find CP. He's my best friend since fifth grade. He died when we was, like, sophomores or juniors in high school. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go find him. But when I went to go find him, it was like, nah, that's not, no, you're not allowed to do that type thing. So, because I, I was thinking, look, if I can find my best friend, I could find anybody. You know what I mean? I could find Whitney Houston and go to a Whitney Houston concert. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I just like, you know, but you're not allowed to do those type of things. So, the next initial contact I had was, got distraction, came along. And the distraction just looked like, I don't know. If you take a black t-shirt and balled it up, it looked like that. It had no form. It just was like a black orb 
just on the ground or below you or was it near you? No, it was near me and I kept trying to get to it, right? And every time I tried to get to it, I felt this pulling sensation. Like, wasn't letting me get to it, right? Like, you ever been in a fight when you was younger and you really wanted to get on somebody, but everybody pulling on your shirt, pulling on your yeah, pants? Yeah, pulling you back. Yeah, yeah. It was that. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Can't get to that. All right. But it, it, that thing kept coming around trying to, you know, get my attention or whatever. So um, at one point, I remember uh, going, like, towards, like, the Michigan Lake because, you know, that's – I love water. I love being by the water. So, And I saw this big wooden bench, so I was like, Hey, it all goes together. I like being by the water. I like wooden benches. I'm just going to chill right here. As I'm getting ready to chill right there, I see this giant screen like above the water. And it's like Snapchat. I don't know how to explain hmm. it. It's Because it's like this stuff is so random. And I don't know how to explain it without giving examples of what's real in real life. In real life. Now, let me ask you a question. So, like... Real talk. When you're when you're feeling this feeling, you mentioned how you feel like you're kind of floating, yeah, and you don't feel bad, you don't feel worries, you don't feel. Do you think this is like what people here on Earth call heaven? Do you think? Because do you do you do you feel like it was a negative version of what you was experiencing? Well, I believe that it was like the lobby to heaven. Hmm. Why do you say that? Well, because heaven, you supposed to be reunited with all your loved ones. I was mm. by myself. Oh, you was by yourself. I see what you're saying. I see what you you're know, saying. Um, if it was heaven, then I probably wouldn't have to have come back. My mission's mm. complete at that point, right? I, I met the last. So the it's kind of showing you something because we, I've seen other people who, um, face with death like go under the knife some you know what i mean like those situations where you don't know if you're gonna make it out and they've mentioned hey i seen the light i seen something some people elias i've even heard say like i seen my mama you know what i mean my mama came to me and told me it was okay or something like that you know what i mean well that's a possibility only because like i said when i went to go look for my best friend there was a he left a note behind for me like i went to where we go be linking up at when we was younger in real life i went to that same spot in the spiritual world and he left a note there for me saying like nah bro you you i'll see you later this ain't the meeting spot no more though we don't meet here no more hmm. we meet somewhere else and i'll see you later there and so that's a possibility i'm not saying nothing's not possible at this point yeah you so know? and that's funny okay so Okay, the lobby, because of course you still here with us. So that's right. very interesting, bro. So it could a place that because we talk heaven and hell and all that, depending on what you believe religiously. I don't believe in those things per se, Elias, but I do believe we go somewhere, bro. That's yeah, why you, we talk definitely to you. go somewhere. Cause if anybody I don't believe I don't believe this whole going to hell things is 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 it's called cracked up what it's said to be, mm -hmm. honestly. I'm not saying I was out here being like like the worst person in the whole wide world because I wasn't, but I definitely did some of the sins that like, you know, like mm -hmm. um, premarital sex, um, talking back to my parents. I've stole things before, you know, those are things they say you go to hell for, right? Wait, so wait, so you're saying 
because of course when this happened to you you didn't know what was going to take place but you didn't repent before then like you you're not that kind of person that sits down and and says to god i'm 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 sorry no, for all I mean, my I sins pray, i pray for all my you know my my you know mishaps mm-hmm. i'd be like god i apologize for saying this or saying that or doing this yeah, yeah. every day hmm. but who knows to say hey what was the line you broke you know what who yeah. to say who exactly. do you know? Who exactly. truly knows what's the line that you cross that you can't come back from, right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. could be something super petty as, as as running over a pet or, or running over a cat on purpose. Yeah. Oh, that was a line drawn for you. Now you now you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. But I well, I did this and I did that. Well, that's what I and that's what happened to me, right? Mm-hmm. So when I went to the water and I was sitting at the bench and I'm watching this big screen of like all these random scenes of life, I, they're not even my life. Well, okay, so you see like a screen and it's yeah. just of people's lives. Nobody you even know. No. And then it did get to one point it was showing me a part of my life in the future. And I was like on a boat with some random people. But after that, the only part I remember is the part about myself. Everything else, I don't remember those people. I don't even know or ever seen these people before. Hmm. So I'm just watching these clips, watching these clips. And then eventually it gets to my part. And then I remember that because it was me, you know. Wait, now, so in your mind right now, do you remember... Like the like visually of how the yeah. people looked and damn super. I remember everything like hmm. like everything. I think about this stuff every day, so it's hard to forget. But like every time I tell people the story, the, I see it in my head. Like I see everything. It wasn't damn. dark. The sky was beautiful colors, like colors I can't even describe. It was just amazing colors, and it was no clouds in the sky. The time didn't change. The wind wasn't blowing. There was no bugs, no dogs, no cats, no cars, no planes, no boats, nothing. It was just like nothing. And, Damn. And you remember all that. Yes. And I remember meeting this lady. She was like 18 feet tall. I don't know if she's God. I believe that she was. But Wait, I, I, I was going to ask you about that because in, in the bio, Abina sent me. She mentioned your bio mentioned that you seen her and you in your mind you're kind of thinking that that could have been God. And I know that that stirs if you if you tell that to Christians and other religious people yeah. that God was a woman, yeah, they're gonna, they gonna be up and on about it. You know what I mean? People get in their feelings when I say this, but if you was in my shoes and you experienced what I experienced and saw what I saw and felt what I felt, you would think the same thing. This was the most amount of love and like just 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 love and comfort I've ever felt in my whole entire life times two because I got two lives now so I've never felt this much comfort when I met the when I met her I, I, I still have I have I have babies bro and I've never felt I, I you if you have kids you know that feeling you get when you first heard your first kid and you go yeah. oh gosh like this thing mm-hmm. past that feeling when I met her okay did she have a color well, she, she, she did. did she... So she was like a golden, like gold brown. Like she, her, her skin was like a dark hue, right? Like a brown hue, but it had like a light, soft light, soft yellow light glow to it, like a golden light glow. Like remember, okay, remember the movie uh, Last Last Dragon when the dude mm-hmm. got the glow, almost yeah. like that. Hmm. Now, Damn. and she was like eighteen feet tall. Her hair was super long and curly, but the curls are like super thick, like super super big. And I couldn't see her face. Her face, her head was shaped like an almond or like a like a Marquise diamond or something. And she was just super tall. 
super tall. I felt so insignificant. <laughs> like, hmm. you know what I mean? And then yeah. she starts telling me about myself. As far as what? Like, telling you about yourself as far as what? Like, like the type of man I am, the type of things I'm into, like, who I really am, what I be about. I'm a good this. I'm, I'm worried about the wrong things. And just, so it was like a positive conversation. Yeah, it was a beautiful conversation. It was too good for me. You just <clears throat> now, as a human, I can't help but think about the past, right? And all my discretions and all the things I've done to people that's probably not the nicest things, right? But that was like not even a concern or not even, she didn't bring it up. She didn't even bring it up. It wasn't like, you mm -hmm. know, what you've done this and I shouldn't let you go back to living. No, it wasn't even that. It was like, yo, you're this type of person. You're that type of person. You do this, you do that. You're about this, you're about that. It's not your time. You got to go back. Mm. You're not done. You have to go back. That's what she said, honestly. You're not done. You got to go back. Damn. So when you wake up, when, when you finally wake up, when you wake up and you're coming to, do you immediately re remember all this or did it take some time? No. So <clears throat> when I woke up, I didn't remember what happened to me. Oh, you remember I, getting shot or nothing? Okay. None of that. I mean, even on the other side, I didn't even remember anything or anybody like hmm. i wasn't thinking about anything or anybody i wasn't at all when i woke up i couldn't remember what happened to me i didn't know what happened to me hmm. i just was like what is wrong with my face because i'm i'm so my, my my pretty man face is all swollen up <laughs> you know it's bleeding it's leaking all these fluids i got mm -hmm. pipes all through my noses through my mouth it just i look crazy it was depressing when i first saw my face hmm. But I remember every single second to this day of what happened when I was on the other side, as if it like happened recently. Damn. So, okay. So when you wake up, you begin to get that clear vision of everything that happened. Do you immediately tell somebody like you tell your mom, you tell your woman, do you, do you immediately share that with people or no. do you think people are not going to believe you? No, I didn't tell, I didn't, I don't think I told nobody like in, for like a year actually. Hmm. Cause I didn't think nobody was gonna feel me. I thought people was gonna think I was crazy. Oh, you got shot in the head. Of course you gonna some. You gonna you know all that type of stupid shit. Man, it's like no, bro. Like I, I, I had a a weird experience. I, I can't explain it. I really can't explain it. So as I'm getting explaining it, people are like yo, that's crazy. I'm like yeah, and I heard people, you know, like my my wife was playing music at my house, and I heard the music. In my, and I'm all the way at the hospital. She's all the way at my house. She's playing the music. And when I woke up, I said, hey, was these songs playing? Wait, 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 wait. So you at the hospital, they doing surgery or doing whatever they need to do to get you back right. Yeah. And you saying when you wake up in your dream or your memory, you recall some songs being played. Yeah. But I mean, this is why I tell people like when your people's is unconscious, bro, like do everything. Oh, Everything. talk to them, play them, talk music, to them play music, like we always see. Them, tickle mm. they feed, whatever it is, tickle they feed, like all that stuff. You you have to do something to like, you know, get the get get them going. Stimulate them, yeah. Yeah, you have to stimulate them. Damn. Okay. So when did you? Damn. So when did you feel comfortable like sharing your story to a point? Because Abina, because we gonna get get to like she mentioned that. She brought you down to speak to people and like 
Oh, yeah. After going through that, there's like an intuitiveness. There's like something that changed in you. Talk to me about like, what do you think changed in you from going through that experience? Mm, I don't want to, I don't want to like be not doing my job. Hmm. You know, like, I don't want to be, I don't want the consequences of not doing my job. <laughs> like, when, 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 uh, when you, you say know, doing your job, what do you, uh, uh, what like do you mean? Sharing my experience, telling people hmm. what, what, what it is and what it ain't, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, just being open because, I look like the average black dude, right? Mm -hmm. Right? I do. I wear chains. I wear J's. I wear white tees. All that. I smoke. All that. I got kids. I drive cars, rims on it. All that. Regular dude. But you, I probably going through the exact same thing you went through too, bro. I probably, you probably been shot too and really had some weird stuff happen to you. And now you don't know what to do with it. I was in that same exact position. And oh, I they don't want to say nothing. Yeah, don't want to say nothing, and we need to start saying something. I, I, I'm not scared to talk. Hmm. I'm not scared. To, like Charleston White be going crazy, tying all that yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm that, but like not, you know, on that type of spectrum. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not scared to tell you, like, nah, bro, God is not tripping on you, bro. If she's tripping, she would been tripping on me. Oh, okay. Wait, and then you mentioned something else I seen in the bio that you was kind of your reflection on life change. As far as we are scared of things. We don't want to approach things. We don't want to do certain things. Yeah, everybody talk, talk me about in that. fear. I'm, I mean, I am too. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm out here an expert of living out of fear. Mm -hmm. I have to, you know. Avina tells me all the time, like, you know, we don't have to live. You know, we have our talks, and yeah. she tells me all the time. So, what I mean by that is like, stop being scared of God. Hmm. You know, because we. I don't know what it is about this indoctrination that we've had since we come over to this land, but mm -hmm. we are missing out on some blessings by being mm -hmm. with all this fear. Like, for example, if I was not being brave enough to share my experience mm -hmm. with people that look like me, who knows what where my life would be going. But right now, mm -hmm. my life is going in a direction that seems pretty well, you know, and, and it's all because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is sharing this experience. Now, do you, um, did this tilt you into more of a, a, a religious state of mind? Like, are you a person now who believes in like heaven and hell or, you know what I mean? How, how did that change your like hell. religious spectrum? I don't believe in hell. Hmm. Only because if, it, if anybody was going to go to hell, I would have, I would have been going. All right. Let's just put it that way. I would have hmm. been going. No, I'm not a murderer. No, I'm not a kingpin drug dealer. I'm not here ruining people's life, but I've done things that I feel like is hell worthy. I've been mean to people. You know, I've bullied people before. You know, I used to do all type of random monkey ass shit that I shouldn't have been doing. Mm -hmm. Disrespecting my parents, all that mm -hmm. type of stuff, right? So if someone had a near-death experience and was going to go to hell, it would have been me. But obviously, none of those things is, you know, worth worrying about. So move on with your life and do better. Mm-hmm. Now, is because she was also mentioned to me as far as being like um, prophetic and intuitive, like going through that oh, man. and being able to tell me what you experienced. Are you able to see the future with people? Are you yeah. able to talk to me about that? So. So since coming back, my like intuitive gifts and my like. Dream powers have increased, I believe, like I see. I have premonitions like in my dreams. I see things that's about to happen to people. 
like, excuse me, R.P. my homie. Um, I saw his death uh, three days before he died. Wait, you seen it like in your dream? Oh, yeah. Um, um, night before my mom got into a car accident, I saw that. Um, Damn, okay. And then, so when you see these things. I call people immediately. You call them immediately. And what do they tell you? Like you tripping. Oh, here you go with all that weird shit. Oh, here you go with all that. I'd be like, I'm not being weird, bro. I can't help that you was in my dream and something happened to you in my dream. I have to tell you. So be cautious, okay? All right. You know, people, people, some people take it serious. Mm -hmm. Some people, me being weird, and I'd be like, bro, okay. And then I get a call a week later, two weeks later, or the next day. Man, you won't believe what just happened to me. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. I told you it was going to happen to you. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> before getting shot, you didn't experience those type of things. No, uh, before getting shot, I mean, I, I had, I was a power dreamer before getting shot. What do, you, uh, what do you mean by that? Like, I had all these crazy dreams, and I can, I was able to, like, I don't know, like, remember my dreams and stuff like that. And, hmm. you know, but, but now it's like, I could pray for something. I pray, ask God for some answers, and then I get like the visions in my dream every night, anytime. I could pray. I probably I could ask God show me something about you tonight, and I probably see you in my dream tonight. Damn. And, okay, and that's something you saying wasn't you wasn't able to do that before. Nah, so you, nah, not even close. Damn. Damn. So you getting that near death experience, and almost it's like crossing over to some other realm. Yeah, I'm like an X-Man now. I feel like one of the X-Men. Damn, because and, and you know what? It's it's funny when you say that, but I kind of get it because they have a responsibility. Like they seeing things and get being given certain type of gifts, I'm sure it's almost like, well, I'm responsible for telling people or I'm responsible for sharing it. But just like um just like the media and everything that they show us. People don't believe it when you just show it to them or when you tell them I what maybe happened. I didn't. I'm gonna be yeah. real. I was. I used to be one of those people like, well, bro, you don't see no ghosts. You don't hear no. You don't see nothing. Yeah, this don't happen. That shit don't happen, man. It's some science behind how this shit happened. Mm -hmm. But after this thing happened to me, I'd be like, oh no, that might be something else. Mm -hmm. Or you keep seeing triple numbers or like, uh, I don't know white birds keep coming past your path and all this type of stuff like you know a, a white spider crawls across your table all type of random stuff and now i'm starting to pick up on like okay this is not just normal random things it's, these things mean something mm -hmm. and, and it do and i don't know my life is just different now and i appreciate the differentness i really do hmm. because that's interesting because i see the 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 um path that you're going because abina and everything she do holistically i'm sure because she mentioned having you come out and talk to people and i'm sure these are our people you know what i mean but i've seen people who go through experiences like yours and now they're a religious person they felt that was god telling them that they needed to be more religious talk to me about those experiences of talking to these people and you know conveying your story in person and as abina say it's been pretty moving well I have a natural gift of like uh, intaking information mm -hmm. and regurgitating it on any level to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, I think that's why God chose me to go through this because I can go through something, hear something, see something, taste something and describe it to you to the T. 
I mm. can tell it to anybody. I could tell it to you. I could tell it to your cousin. I could tell it to your nephew, or I could tell it to your son. And they were, and, it, and it might sound different in all those ways, but y'all all gonna get the same message. Hmm. And I think that's why I was meant to go through this. I hate that I had to go through it because physically I don't feel like myself. Like I can't play basketball ever again. You know what I'm saying? I can't play touch football no more. Wait, wait, why? Because so this happened to your face. What did it do to your body? Well, my spine is messed up from the bone. Oh. You know, so the doctor told me any accidents like of that nature to hit the you know neck area, spine area. I could, I'll be paralyzed from like the neck down. So I'm got to take it easy. Damn, wait, so is there a bullet still lodged somewhere back there? Yep. Damn. And that's one of them situations I've heard before where they can't remove the bullet. Like if we remove it, it can if do they more remove damage. it, I go paralyzed. It'd be worse. But uh, most of the, most of it, I, I came out naturally. What you mean? Like, like the bullet just, uh, most okay. of it. Forced itself out oh, of my mouth. Most of the bullet came out naturally. Got you. And got it you, came got out you. of my mouth, but I got fragments still all up in my face. Like if I go get X-rays, you can see bullet fragments all within, you know, all within mm. my face because it was a hollow point. So it just like, you know. Yeah, and when it comes to that being a, that's not something they can take out, right? No, nah, it's just gotta come out naturally. My body gotta like do whatever it does to make it. Come out. I've seen that. I'm I've known some people who've gotten shot like in the arm or something. Yeah. And the bullet was stuck in there, and a bullet came out. Like eventually, the bullet start getting closer and closer to like the front of the skin type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was there for like years, and it was to a, a situation where he can actually take it out. So wow. Okay. So you mentioned you was writing a book about this whole experience, right? Yeah. So I'm. I think I'm gonna make it come out on fifth year anniversary, which will be this year mm -hmm. on the 28th of December. Because I hate that date, so I'm trying to change that date in my life. So hmm, that date probably sticks out to you like oh, super a lot, a lot. Like, yeah, I bet, I bet. I so bet. I'm thinking about <clears throat> re, re, like rechanging that date in my life mm -hmm. to the, the book date. Mm -hmm. So no, but that's dope, bro. Like taking our experiences and everything we go through and sharing them with with people. That's a part of why I started this platform. Like I'm a father of five. I have four kids before the age out before the age of like 24. So I, I, I had, and, you know, growing up single parent home, all these different things. I decided to teach people about history, like show what happens when we love each other instead of be destructive. What happens when we learn about history instead of leaning on what we learn in public schools. You know what I mean? So right. your, your story is similar. Just putting yourself in a position where you can share this with people. And we've heard it before, like in different ways, we've heard people in our community say, Hey, I was, I seen lights. I seen my mom. We so I'm starting to think we need to believe them. Like it's 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 something it's something to this. Like the subconscious mind is pretty powerful. You know what I mean? Well, another thing is that like I mean, a whole bunch of strangers saying the same thing can't be a lion. You know? Yeah. What I mean? mm -hmm. And I mean, like I said, I wasn't the super most religious person before this. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm still not like, you know, T.D. Jenks or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But when spirit hits me and I got to let it be known, or I got to drop the dime on somebody or drop the message on, I'm going to drop it. Mm -hmm. And spirit, spirit's on me, spirit's on me, and I'm letting loose. And I can't not not let loose when spirit's doing his job on me. You know? And you, okay, and you mentioned how you'll see a dream of like something tragic happening to somebody. So you'll call them the next day. 
Or some, it don't always be tragic. You know. It could be like just anything. Yeah. If I, you know, I could say, hey, I think I think you about to, you know, get a raise at your job. I seen you at work or, you know, I seen you in my dream. You was at work and you was really, really happy. Uh, call and mm. let somebody know. Because mm. all my dreams, don't, they don't beat me involved. They just be me watching stuff. Mm. Watching stuff go down, you know. Hmm. And then you call the person. Damn. And I call people immediately. I don't, I don't, cause uh, I made the mistake of not calling somebody, and now they're they're not alive anymore. So, hmm. And you, so what? So going through that experience, of course, like the out the, the the out of body part of it, where now you have visions, and do you plan on like putting this stuff in your book? Do you do you? And, and the second part of the question: Do you think when we look at like um? Uh, not like the traditional psychic readers that we see, but people who know about holistic healing and people who know about um, African spirituality. Do you think sometimes people have the kind of experience you have and then turn it into something where similar to what you're doing, where they say, I'm going to use this gift to help people. Everything I see, I'm going to use it to help people. I'm going to sit down and format it in a way where it's kind of like a business, but then people get to looking at you like, okay, you a fortune teller or you, you know what I mean? Because we have all them kind of people in our society, but maybe they, maybe some of them know something. Well, I'm definitely putting everything in my book because I want to make this into a point in my life where I don't have to keep talking about it. You just go look it up, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Like, uh, what was the second part? Well, no, and, and I was talking about how, like, um, psychic readers and palm readers, and we have a lot of individuals in our society that have made, like, a cottage industry out of saying, I know your future. Oh, yeah. I know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking we've seen that some of that be bullshit, but maybe yeah. some of these people have had a near-death experience like you, and are they're, they're seeing things. You know what I mean? Well, me personally, uh, I don't... I don't really know what's going on still hmm. to even be like telling anybody anything to be doing hmm. or, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still picking up. I'm, I'm like an infant in this stuff still, mm -hmm. you know? So would I be doing something like that? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick to what I know. And what I know mm -hmm. is dreams and intuition mm -hmm. and like signs and symbols and stuff, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like to do things outside of my my lane because I don't want to. I don't want to put nobody in a position where they fucked up, you know. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know what you mean, but I know even like I've seen, like I was saying earlier, people who go through certain things and now they turn to religion. Now they say I seen something, and God told me to be a preacher or God. So I'm. What the point I'm making is it. What you're going through may be similar to that. Sometimes yeah, definitely, think definitely. people be full of shit and they they didn't see nothing. Ain't nobody come talk to them, and we don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, real recognize real, right? Mm -hmm. So you can only bullshit for so long before the bullshit starts stinking. And you're like, okay, this don't add up, buddy. Mm -hmm. Or hey, that don't look right, you know. So that's that's. I mean, you know, there's people. There's there's probably somebody right now dissecting every part of my story so they could use it for their own advantage. Mm -hmm. But it can only go so far because it's not the real. I see what you're saying. You know, 
I see what you're saying. Or it could be somebody who went through something you went through and was very scared to talk about it. And like now they, they're going to start doing their job. They they and didn't want to. They was for. probably scared to. Because I would think some people, if you thinking somebody in your family going to get hurt or something or something, and you just feel a negative energy because we, we, we've heard about this before. Big Mama and different members of our family used to have these kind of feelings. Yeah, and you feel something like that, then you don't do nothing. You know what I mean? That that can weigh on you too. So I think any anytime we feel something about somebody, we should express it, bro. So I'm I'm happy that you came on the show today. And you said the book is gonna be out. You said December 28th. What year? Like next year? This year. This year. This year. This year coming up, December 28th. Okay. You have a release date for it. And the yeah. sister Abina. Abina, I want to thank you for introducing me to this brother. And and, and uh, uh, Abina, really quick. Talk to me about Bronx holistic healing and what you guys do there. Um, greetings. So in the Bronx, there's this perception that it's a very destitute, like mentally poor area, mm -hmm. and that everything happens in other parts of the city of New York City, and no one in the Bronx is interested in natural healing. Mm -hmm. Here in New York, it's all about Brooklyn and Manhattan, and the Bronx is seen as like a wasteland. Mm -hmm. So, as a lifelong Bronx resident, I had an opportunity to do a a wellness fair um, in 2012. And it was probably like the, maybe one of the first few times that something like that had happened in the Bronx. So I've been doing it since then, um, connecting the different natural healers and holistic healers that are based in the Bronx and introducing people to this life-changing information and i don't mean just like physical health but just like mental health like the power of your vibration and changing your mind i always mm. like to say that um choice is our superpower mm. and so i think that within our communities the issue is that we lack vision so what I do with different events and helping people network is to help people expand their vision. Like, even if you live in this area, that doesn't mean you have to think a certain way or mm -hmm. your life is always going to be like this. You are connected to the abundance of the universe. And that's how I see it. There we go. There we go. And that makes all the sense in the world. And I'm all for holistic healing. Like, as sick as we get as black people, all the ailments that we have to go through in this country and then being given pharmaceutical medicine and pills and all this shit that we know at sometimes makes it a lot worse. So all of us interested in like going through something. I've seen several people have a particular ailment and the doctor can't even go in a holistic direction. Like they don't even have We're the capability. They don't even have the capability to introduce you to certain things. So they I appreciate it. They will they will refuse to and look at you crazy too. Like what the hell you talk about? Like it's not something else, but they're just going off a of book smart. You see what I'm saying? So I appreciate you, Abina, and introducing me to this brother and everything you guys are doing in the community. So Elias, tell me, bro, what do you got coming up next? Um, how can people get in touch with you if you're on social media or or, or anything like that? Okay, so um the book will be dropping. December 28th, 2023. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting everything all together. It's going to be, it's going to be nice. I've got some illustrations in there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Okay. okay. That's that. Um, you can reach me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Eastside EJ. 
real easy, all one word, East Side EJ. Um, it's going to be a picture of me with an orange car. So if you see that, that's me. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't got no kids or nothing on the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Bina, if people wanted to get more information about Bronx Holistic Healing, how can they reach you? Uh, my Instagram, Bronx Holistic Healing. And yeah, yeah. I have a Facebook page, but the Instagram is like a lot more current. I mm. finally started my YouTube channel because mm. on Thursdays I have a, a series called Transformation Thursdays, which I started in November 2020. And now I've created the YouTube channel and people can see replays of those sessions. And some of those sessions, the discussions really go down the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> they can be really entertaining and educational. I, I just wanted to kind of backtrack momentarily when you were talking about people having these experiences. Mm -hmm. What I found, especially having encountered Mr. Elias, is that a lot of us may have had these experiences or similar experiences, but don't say anything because of the stigma or being mm -hmm. thought of as crazy or psychotic. But it's really, I, I kind of want to say common when people, mm -hmm. you know, when someone kind of whispers, I had that happen to me mm -hmm. or I have prophetic dreams or I see things people don't see, I hear things people don't see. It's very common. I think at this kind of time in history, we need to kind of, you know, kind of not be so af afraid of that because they're, they're valid experiences. Valid experiences. And you could be tapping into something deeper. Like that's the biggest thing, man. When we talk about our ancestors, people may have called them crazy. Like what them brothers did in 1804, they 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 was talking to the ancestors. They was getting guidance from something other than themselves, telling them what to do. A lot of this is African. You see what I'm saying? So I was I was very intrigued to hear your message, brother, and hear everything you got going on. Abina, Elijah, I appreciate both of you guys for coming on the show today. Everybody, do me a favor, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. Follow both of these individuals. This brother took a traumatic experience in his life. And he's courage enough to share it with us. He's courage enough to write a book about it. And I think, Elijah, what you're doing, bro, is what this country should be built on. Like, we go through things. We have these experiences. We should be able to profiting off of this one thing. And that kind of just comes with it at times. But really just sharing your story. That's how a lot of us learn. That's how a lot of people get comfortable with things in their life. When they're able to reference somebody or something that has been through the same thing. Well, that's the that's the key for me, you mm. know. You, okay, say yeah, the book sells a million copies, right? And I get all this money. It does not mean shit to me if it didn't reach one person, like mm -hmm. in a deep level. Mm -hmm. You know, there you that's go. what it's really about. Yep, yep, that's what it should be about. So I thank you both of you. Thank both of y'all for coming on the show thank today, man. I really appreciate you. This is your brother Harrison, Melanated Convo Podcast. You can follow me at on Instagram at Melanated Convo. 100 um the shirt i got on right now the melanated combo podcast shirt i got some merch coming soon um i'm 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 cooking up different designs right now yep it, this this shirt has the logo my podcast logo on it so within the next few weeks i got a few other designs i'm gonna put forth so we can have merch on the show so we can get this thing popping man it's your brother harrison melanated combo thank you for tuning into a brand new episode we out all right peace all right thank you all so i'm